is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. We're trying to come up with a jingle, everybody. <laughs> um, let us know what you like best, or maybe you can sing one to us. Bump, 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 bruja baddies. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying them out. That okay. was not bad, but you know, I copyright issues might be a Oopsie. thing. I don't, I don't want to go to jail just yet. Yeah, we can't, we can't afford to bail you up. <laughs> We're the poorest podcast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have a Patreon up yet. <laughs> But, uh, you know, if you really, true, truly care about me, you know, that'd be great. You better care about me. <laughs> so here so, we are, um, back with uh, my favorite Bruja, Rose. And, <laughs> and we are finally getting down to the real nitty-gritty of Bruja. But wait, Jean, we oh, need yes. to express, or express, define for, like, any <laughs> listeners who just decided to skip some episodes and click on this one, right. what Bruja means. How dare you. So, uh, for our new listeners, and, you know, that's totally fine, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to judge you, um, Bruja is basically a word that we are reclaiming um, because it's a derogatory term, a derogatory term, <laughs> term that tends to be used on women who do not follow certain standards of, uh, you know, behavior, attitudes, etiquette, um, even beauty standards uh, within the Filipino community. And that tends to be something that's used against us a lot, um, as our experiences as Filipino uh, women. Yes, and so the we have designed for the next um, three-part episodes, because, you know, we could be talking forever, um, <laughs> about brujas and beauty. And so we've separated them into three parts, and we hope you're going to be along for the ride. But this... Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about weight. Next episode, we're going to be talking about um, skin color. Mm-hmm. And the third one is about the sexualization of our femmes or Filipinas. And we will unpack everything. And I want to say also that these are all interchangeably like working together mm-hmm. like throughout like you know like beauty in general and that's why it's great to go ahead and break this down in like a three-part series and um i can't believe we're starting off with like the one that really hurts me yeah. a lot <laughs> you know like is you know my weight you know um personally uh in regards to my weight um i am a plus size person you know like i do not i'm not a size 10 i'm not a size 12 you know and to people a size 12 is plus Size. Yeah, and that hurts my feelings. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, shut the fuck up, number one. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two, it is not that big. Um, but then again, uh, beauty weight is kind of the eye of the beholder kind of thing. You it know? is. But when in fact it should be like requoted as that is on the beholder of society. You know, right. Like society's eye. Um, I'm going to say my weight because that's not something I am totally comfortable with, you know. Um, but I will say that I am definitely like a size 16 and above. Right. You know, um, I might even reveal it in this episode if I feel open enough. But, you know, that's just something like I've always had to struggle with. But like not necessarily. I don't know what, what it's so, been like for you as a kid. Yeah. So, um Gosh, you know, I have always thought of myself as a big person in a way where um, I'm being punished for it often as a Filipina. Um, I mean, this really, when we say we're going to break down the episodes, it also correlates with us breaking down, right? I mean, Bruja, we're always having fun, but like weight has a lot to do with the power of our team because, you know, we are trying to see past the flaws that have been inflicted on us mm-hmm. as Filipino Filipinas growing up in a Philam Filipino home. And so um, as a kid, I was always called Tabat. 
Oh, like, you know what I was called? Baboy. Baboy is I very common. Yeah, one. it's, um, you know, and there'd be ways to explain as a kid, like, oh, because you're from America, so you're bigger, or you're lazier, or you're... Um, or you just don't know how to control how you eat and whatnot. Which is such a fucking contradiction. We will get to that. Yeah. You know? We will definitely get to that. And so some of the common themes about um, growing up at a ki- as a kid and compounded into growing up and never meeting this utopian standard of what it's like <laughs> to be of, a Filipina. Right. Uh, with the weight um, issue is that um, it's like... And I'm sure this is this really hits home for a lot of us and, you know, for me and Rose. And it's like, okay, um, come eat because it's hospitable. Mm-hmm. But how dare you eat so much? And it hurts. It's, they say that afterwards, though, yeah. at least in my experience. My mom was like, eat more, eat more. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's always leftovers at the, at the party or there's right. leftovers at home. And it's just like, and it's like, yeah, it's like you don't want to waste anything, exactly. you know. And I think that kind of goes back to like, you know, like the culture back back in the philippines because like you know a lot of like you know filipinos like have not as much access to food like we do here and it becomes this like i'll be grateful for this amount of food and it's like it's not that i'm not i'm just not grateful for like the comments i get afterwards about it when you're showing gratitude for the thing that you have right like that you're trying to be mindful of the starving children in the Philippines, or as they would always say, like in Africa or whatever, just to guilt us, right? Filipino guilt has a lot to do with gaining weight and um, and believing that. Believing that mm. our weight devalues who we are in terms of being a beautiful person, being a, you know a good partner or even good to ourselves and that's the shit i hated growing up you know like so i would go to a couple of family reunions with mm-hmm. my parents you know and there was one i went to uh back in virginia and the majority of my uh, father's side of the family was like there and most of them you know are like first generation second generation right. immigrants and like you know children of immigrants and i would be compared a lot to like my, my younger cousins my second cousins and i would always end up hearing like whispers and like you know tisking from my like my like titas and titos because yeah. like they would just like look at me and like here's the thing as soon as they hear that like oh i don't speak tagalog well oh. all of a sudden it becomes a bunch of like you know back talk and like at one point i remember snapping as a 10 year old being like oh i know what you mean by ba- baboy by the way <laughs> yeah and then they were like oh well you know you need to go they're still justifying yeah, it. they're, they're still justifying it. like you know what <laughs> it, it's like i know where you sleep <laughs> i mean I, I definitely feel you because, like, I, you know, I wasn't even, when I look back at old pictures, I wasn't even really big, right? But I oh, believe yeah. them and I bought into it and that I was always a really husky and to their standard, a very masculine, like, girl because I was very stocky mm-hmm. and they just couldn't handle it, right? Because I didn't look like my cousins or my neighbors in Guam, like, or my counterparts who are very slender. And so... I was designated as this unhealthy person, diagnosed that way by my own parents who are nurses, right? Because they are perpetuating this belief that they've seen on TV of what I am supposed to look like, mm-hmm. yet they have also factored into my upbringing, which, with giving me a very privileged and beautiful upbringing of enough food on the table, clothes to wear and whatnot. But I mean, my mom was a beauty queen, right? And mm-hmm. so to completely contrast that by growing up with the genetics of my father, I was very, very um, persecuted for that. I think that's the right word for it. 
Yeah, um, for me personally, like, my parents, they were both, like, very attractive, like, you know, people mm-hmm. by beauty standards. Like, my mom, like, was definitely not a size 10. She was, like, a size 6 or, like, you know, she was very, like, she met beauty standards. She was a skinny person. Mm-hmm. And so was my father. And, um, you know, like, so when my parent, my parents' family members see me and, like, you know, they kind of like you know like tisk at me and like they kind of sneer their noses at me and so like there's this expectation like when I was growing up that I would be looking more like my mother but I didn't weight wise and um and that's what kind of hurts me all the times this comparison of like my mother when she was my age and like my mother would also do that and not to go ahead and like hate on her but it's like she does love me she does respect like you know like and she does encourage me from time to time when I try new new clothes or I have a new outfit but at the same time she'll always end it with you would look better skinny though yeah and especially let's talk about let's talk about being in the dressing room right like you know, I I don't know if anyone is like this, but my mom follows me to the dressing room and has yeah. to see what I'm buying, right? Because she wants to make sure it covers <clears throat> certain parts of my body where oh, no. uh, where I can't show like my curves, you know, my love handles or whatnot, and would make remarks about that, right? And it was really tough, right? And so to a point, I had two choices. I kept trying on I always wanted to go to like the as a teen like I always wanted to go to the um young adult section to like wear what was hip what people were wearing and like for her it was like no you know go into the grown lady section so I'd always wear older lady clothes or and I thought my only defiant was to um wear men's clothing or like teenage boys clothing because it's more durable and it's longer and so um that's what started to create a fear for my mom that I was queer and stuff because she was just like oh no but it was like she already and the whole world already let me know that I could not fit and could not wear what was designed there's for just me. so many fucking things working against yes. you you know so it's like not only is my culture and my family yeah. working against me but like you know all these clothing brands are working against me i can't express myself in yeah. the way i would like to like through clothing and like as much as like you know it's not only a struggle for me to go ahead and accept my body or like like mm-hmm. try to get my family members to kind of like understand you know but it's also like society also kind of coerces that kind of behavior and also like puts people who are not on the spectrum of quote-unquote skinny yeah you know and i lost my train <laughs> i know and so like honestly i you know and this is good this might be a very triggering episode for people but like because i really believed in that i was just a lazy fat person oh, i uh i let really shitty dudes do shitty things to me you know like middle school was like really hard for me because I was just like I liked any boy who thought that me as a chubby girl was good enough and those boys were not good for me like and you know did traumatic things to me but I just was like okay well I'm just a piece of shit fat girl right oh my god sorry Jean I was like I know and I think it's really important because how many you know we were getting knocked down against for being heavy then being a person of color then you know like whatever other things they tack on to us because 
we're this narrative they want for us, right? So, so not only the, like, because that's the thing I feel too is like, not only am I being admonished for my weight, but at the same time, people take advantage of that yes. because that does set up a certain like mental health for people who are plus size. I think right. like in which it's like you undervalue yourself, and then you like when one person shows interest, mm. you know, then it becomes like you know I'll take what I can get, and they have that mentality too of like trying that with other people. But it's like in this day and age, people fucking know better now, you know, which I'm like grateful for you know and like i am loving body positivity because like i wish like these were things i heard growing up because they definitely were not and i'm glad that you know there are clothing brands that are expanding Mm -hmm. like you know their sizes and they're recognizing that you know but um it's not to say like uh like you know we're not trying to also under like score the necessity for health either right you right. know but like that also is another connection right yeah um that is a really great connection um how people can monetize us being big mm-hmm. and exploring that right like well already- it's expensive too yeah. like yes you may increase you may yeah. increase your sizes but also why is it fucking more expensive Ford is ridiculously more expensive holy shit it's so much more expensive yeah. 60 dollars for a pair of fucking jeans and that's on sale <laughs> so i'm just like fuck you it's um, <clears throat> and you know like nobody has any sympathy for us because they're like well it's your fault you're big and it's and like, then it becomes a lose weight man mentality right. you know it's like let's go ahead and unpack why it's really hard why society makes it hard why right. like being in this culture like like especially filipino culture makes it hard to go ahead and reach that idealized beauty standard of weight for yeah. people you know and that comes a lot with you know time right. class money you know do i have access to a gym Uh, Do I have time to even go to the gym? Do I have time to go ahead and, like, make room for that within, like, this busy schedule of family, friends, you know, and self-assessing in the middle of that, you know? And work, you know. We have a lot of hardworking or working class Filipinos who can't make time, right? And so they they, – we find a lot of comfort in food. You know, like, <laughs> like, like the bottom that you bring to work and, you, you know, you share with your, you know, kababayan, like that brings comfort and whatnot. And little do we know that some of these like heavy oiled food without the discussion or conversation or education that, you know, they're killing us with the stress that is compounded by work. Um, but because it doesn't show up in their weight like it does for you and I, Rose, mm-hmm. that they think that they're healthy. And so a lot of that negative backlash about being unhealthy is on us when we might even be healthier than like because here's my thing all right like so as much as i would love to like you know add exercise and going to the gym and eating healthy it's not something that is easy Mm -hmm. or accessible not impossible but at the same time when people go ahead and push well just lose weight you're also kind of underscoring like that that access and like how hard it is because number one um you know i was and am probably going to go back to school you know i did a full-time you know like being a student along with two jobs and support help supporting my mom and it's like that ate up a lot of hours of my day and then there would be times when i could barely have sleep and when i would barely be able to even like you know, get to doing house, like, you know, like homework and housework, you know, like having all that means where the fuck am I going to go ahead and try to fit gym time between all of that, you know, and just self-assessing every day, Yeah, you know, so a lot of people kind of 
ignore that aspect uh, when it comes they to, just want like, to see you at face value they don't want to get to know why you know it also this also plays into when i see in telesaria is like the big friend um the the big girl kind or trope you know what i mean mm-hmm. like oh they're the hard-working ones they're the ones who make everyone laugh and you know what i mean like and it's just like that's the trope that they've put on us and we we overcompensate too for like how kind and you know like and how hardworking we have to be because people don't see us as beautiful as is and then we don't believe that about ourselves and i feel like that's another thing like because i did i told jean about this twitter post i saw about like you know regarding fat phobia mm-hmm. and like like how our society kind of makes it because it makes it hard to like lose weight or like obtain like these idealized um you know like images it's because a lot of like society is trying to prevent that because they mm-hmm. want they want a base for that you know and this is in a way like i can see that and like i feel that on the daily because yeah. you know like what what are we putting out in media wise we don't see a lot of people who look like us no like, it's already not. hard enough not seeing a filipina on television in america and like but and it's even harder to go ahead and see a heroine or like a main lead who is like plus size on any like you know like teleseries you really you, know? you really bring up a good point because what are our parents watching right and then when they see us like the light skinned skinny you know a heroine who obeys their parents and does their best for their parents you know and then it's right. like <sighs> and even as radical as looking and thinking about our Miss Universe too. Like we will, we we like, <laughs> like I make like five of that woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I like my the bottom of her fucking dress is me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's who I am. Like that's my size. Joking. So how does um you know you you touched a little bit about it, but how does this currently affect your day to day life in terms of this relationship still with weight um, and how, like how it might be reinforced as an adult now because we've touched upon about being a kid and a teen how is it playing now well um honestly it's a struggle still it's a battle yeah you know because That's real talk you know as much as there is this body positivity going around there's still like you know like this push like from the opposition i <laughs> sorry when i say opposition and i'm like i mean like you know people who really have like fat phobic tendencies yeah. and like and like that's something sometimes i can see with my friends and they kind of don't get that you right. know like when i'm just like i, I kind of like silent you know when they like talk about their weight and here's the thing i'm significantly Aww. bigger than the rest of my friends mm-hmm. and i think they don't they don't mean that with malice right. or ill intent but like it's an internalized thing i think for like you know everyone across the board True. you know in regards to weight you know and that image but at the same time as someone who's the bigger one in the room I feel like the minority and I don't know how to approach that subject, you know? And because of who I am in my friend group, a lot of, like, that also makes me feel like I'm the fat, funny friend, you know? Girl, I, the, the FFF. <laughs> so the fat, funny Filipino friend. They're for the four Fs. The four Fs. <laughs> that is so true. And they're like, hashtag it. You know, when a lot of my skinny friends, um, talk about their weight from high school to now, oh, yeah. and I always have to be the one that comforts them. Like no no you're the you're you look great yeah. you look awesome but it's like have you ever gone shopping myself go with, like go, growing up have you ever had to go like you know go to the mall and hang out and they want to try on clothes Girl! and then it's like and then they have a they walk on the side <laughs> they got 
they got the montage. They got the montage. And then you're just there holding, helping them hold clothes. Yes! Fuck! <laughs> that was me! <laughs> I hope you're happy! <laughs> Before Forever 21 had their plus size section. Fish. God this damn. is a real that is a real thing like and then they would be the ones who are able to purchase stuff and i would just sit there like mm-hmm. no i just bought like a lip gloss just to feel included like, <laughs> like might as well get this one dollar lip gloss while i'm at it hey great we just went on a shopping trip this i know was real just, fun so the only thing i ended up buying is like my ice cream cone at like mcdonald's my one dollar swirl i was all for the food before and after because it's just like well i mean that's not something you can really exclude me out of but it, yeah there's, but that's the exclusion you know well, and yeah. that was that's the throwing out and that's like i think like part of my teen story but um you know i definitely manage a lot better with like you know this you know weird um melding of like you know body positivity yeah. you know despite my continually like because i feel like i tend to have that phobia uh tendencies too because i keep thinking like maybe if i just lose weight maybe it's built be, into you yeah like, it's you like can't i'll, fight that. I'll it's like you know be more accepted and this is like all these movies of like people who like lose weight right away you know i'm slaying you know <laughs> or no nor does like that really erase like a lot of like the hurt and the trauma and and i know some people are really like whoa trauma i'm just like yeah believe me there's been trauma like yeah. you know because of like you know being called names and also being targeted for like bullying because i was targeted like you know as a kid growing up in like a middle school full of like you know different like people of every race mm-hmm. um i went to ray martin if anyone wants to know <laughs> and like that's like downtown las vegas area mm-hmm. so i was like a wide variety but also i was the thicker kid you know i was a thicker girl and people would make fun of me you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and you know would say things behind my back and it hurt a lot growing up and that like what put a lot on my self-esteem but now as an adult i feel a lot better you know i own up to that and you know i get it (laughs) (laughs) and i might be getting it next week (laughs) joking joking (laughs) i don't know i don't know if this gets serious i don't want them to get mad and hear this you use me like a piece of meat and like no 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 look forward to it i'm a fan of your podcast (laughs) how dare you how dare you but i don't know that's um what about you i mean like like as a teen like i was just like i can't get a prom date i'm the fat girl fuck yeah (laughs) sorry i'm like no no what do you do you know and i think only of recently when i saw rebel wilson um as a big actress i was just kind of like hold on or like melissa mccarthy and you know they are still like white women and i was like hold on is this why i liked like theater so much Mm -hmm. because i got to fucking be a ham and own the stage and it was like well whatever i mean i like I like because I was a theater kid in high school, and um, but I was always like typecasted as because I was bigger. I was oh, never like yeah. I was never the love interest, right? So I was always like the uh, and that's the what evil felt mom good about yeah. like doing something outside of that role, right? Yeah, you yeah. Got to. It was like um, yeah. So I was an evil mom and the evil mom, right? And like even though I crushed those roles, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like well, whatever. Like they've given me the narrative. Let me continue to make a huge caricature out of it, and you know, it stole the show. But at the same time, I was just like, as an adult, really wanting to pursue theater, I didn't really keep going because. And then like, it's like, are we enabling and also perpetuating those stereotypes when yeah. we accept these roles? But then it comes, oh well, these are the only roles available, right? To me. Especially if you already have that low self esteem. I was like, well, I am a piece of shit, so mm. give me the piece of shit role. <laughs> But, you know, despite all these comments and everything that's surrounding it, you know, like, 
there's this thing that unites us in these stories, yeah. you know, of like, you know, this, like, knowing that in the community, like, these are the experiences of being called these names and being Filipino American, you know, or at least growing up here or like, you know, going through these spaces in which, you know, society, your family, um, you know, even within yourself, like, you know, you're at odds with them and then you're conditioned to. So I think having these conversations, addressing that and kind of looking inward is a way to like, you know, find that unity and also like kind of boosting that, like, you know, self-esteem that gets lost, you know, because I have gained some self-esteem, you know, like, again, yes, it's a battle, but like, you know, I look at myself like in the mirror, Sometimes naked. Usually hey. naked. <laughs> and I think that's what That's the best good w- practice. I, that's, that's the thing. Girl, I is. used to be able not to look at myself mm-hmm. in the mirror, you know? Same. like And like, just like, I don't want to look at myself, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, no, I'm being co- more comfortable looking at myself, you know, naked. <laughs> sorry. I know, I know. Like, don't try to look at our Instagram photos and start No, don't, don't. I mean, like, <laughs> do what you got to do, but don't be creepy. <laughs> and for me, like, I think that was one of the great steps is just like, I would take like a minute in my like day. Like, I, I, I can't take a minute of exercise, but at least I'll do a minute of like That's sta- beautiful. That's staring still at exercising myself. exercising something. And I'm just like, I would look at my body, you know, like up and down, like turn around, look at the peach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get it. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's a nice peach. Yeah. You know? And um, also, like, it helps also to, like, know genuine friendships and genuine relationships. Yeah. And, like, knowing that, like, you know, like, there's some, like, genuinity. Yeah. Is that a word? That's really, that's really beautiful because you started at home. You started with yourself. And then you can assess who else mirrors that value in you. Um, because especially being the fat Filipina friend, you are always trying to find it in others. That validation, that laugh with you or at you. Um, and using that as currency to say, yes, I'm of worth. And that's terrible practice growing up. And I think um, if we're talking about like solutions, we're the grownups now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we get to be the people who see that in the youth and be like, hey, I was you, I'm still you, I'm here. Like, And I think that's really rough um, because, because people are still living in this... Um, self-restriction and even if it takes two two of us brujas to be like i see you kid and i'm here and that's the thing i was thinking about too it's just like where can we do intervention for like kids at a younger age to Mm -hmm. like you know like to qualm like what we've had to go through right you know in order to empower and like you know gain that self-esteem because it's still a work in progress for me, but, like, currently there are a bunch of kids, like, you know, like, within the Filipino community right yes. now that are really feeling like shit about themselves. Yeah. You know, so, like, I think one of the ways that, like, we can do that <clears throat> is, you know, like, stop saying baboy, <laughs> stop yeah. saying ta- tabat, stop say- saying all this underhanded shit, you know? And, like, it, yes, it's not meant with malice, but that is something that does build up at the end of the day if that's something you see within your family or your friends or your, like, just in your general community where you're at like mm-hmm. qual qualm those qualm those or quell those or no what? it's one of those smother it <laughs> there we go just smother those down like no no more and um i just um you know going off that that reminds me of a moment i went to a filipino town hall about one or two years ago and they were like the huge thing was like heart disease and they were just like we need to do this and we need another task force and i stood up and i was like well why don't you just talk to your kids more kindly right maybe that's attributing to the stress and to <laughs> to us like 
you know, resorting to food instead of like actually digesting and processing feelings. We're digesting food to like conversation. Yeah, conversation's <laughs> important. If we're willing to break bread with each other at church and at the dinner table, we need to break bread in conversation. Exactly. I think that's that's great, and I'm I'm glad that you said that. You know, because I know like in those like those rooms, it can be really like stagnant in yeah. a way to like speak speak that and like because finding solutions doesn't it like it's going to take more than just you and me but yeah. it's also going to take everyone else in the community to hear that and like join in and like say what they need to say and express themselves and have these conversations right. and that's something that we all encourage you to do as our listeners is like please it, yeah like again i would love both of us would love to read your comments tell us your stories like about you know like your weight journeys or like yeah. what's been like to grow up like you know maybe not fitting in with the status quo or like just you know meeting these idealized images that are set forth by the community and with your permission you know if you feel really compelled that it needs to be on the air we have no you know qualms <laughs> yeah there we go we have no qualms about like trying to share that you know because the more that we are visible as big folks with big hearts then we can really change the game and big booties Don't and forget. hella big booties <laughs> Some cake, some peaches, some peach cake. So, yeah, I some mean, babinka. like... <laughs> Sorry. We're making that a thing. Babinka. Babinka. Babinka cake. <laughs> I quote. I, that's me. If you're going to use that, you better quote me. You better tag me. <laughs> um, remember where you heard it first. So, um, I just... I just am really hopeful that even if this is starting with a conversation with the two of us, it's going to continue with all of you or uh, help us evolve it. God damn, that was beautiful. What the <laughs> fuck, Jean? <laughs> well, you know, we always have some radical agenda that we're trying to push out. And one of them is really just like... Uh, radical agenda? <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn us in now. <laughs> okay, turn in Jean. I'm innocent. I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> Way to throw me under the bus. I'm here for shits and giggles, <laughs> as Jean would say. And so if you're even an older Filipino and maybe this is your... Hell yeah. If, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, if it's if it's a story you've never told that someone has said about your weight, say it now. Don't take that to the grave with you. Mm -hmm. Don't bring that kind of trauma into your afterlife if mm -hmm. you have one. Come on, like, let it free. Let it go. I just think at the end, you know, like... What I want to say is, like, find the good balance between, you know, loving your body, accepting it. And if there is something you want to change, make sure that it's coming from a good place, you yeah. know, like in which, like, it shouldn't be based on anyone's opinion, but your own, you know, right. like, and understanding where your opinion comes from, you know, really assessing that, grounding yourself, and then learning to go ahead and say, what can I do to, like, face this? And for me, that's looking in the mirror every day at myself and, yeah. like, accepting myself and trying to feel better and, like, be like, nice cakes. That, that reminds <laughs> me, if there's something well that you're doing, you know, yeah! share it with us so we can share it with the world. I would love it. And then we can post it on our Instagram story. Yeah. So, um... We're really glad that you have stayed on to listen to what weight means to us mm -hmm. and what we're trying to do and change for weight for generations after us, before us, and upon us. And if you're listening to us at the gym, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not, that's fine, too. I hope you're eating a babinka or something. Yes. Show us a picture of that babinka, too. Yeah. And not naked booty. <laughs> I mean, if you, you really want. You can send that to my DM at babinka bitch with an underscore. Well, so that's it for part one of Brujas and Beauty. Any 
Last words, my friend. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I'm holding on to my babinka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, find every day, like through every encounter, despite all these things, I just want to say, like, find a way to love yourself mm-hmm. every day, like in the smallest way, you know, be like, I like my smile. I love my ass. Um, um, I love my personality. Mm-hmm. I love my determination. I love my passion. And those are things that kind of get me through the day, you yeah. know, despite all these physical aspects that work against me. Right. And you woke up today and you're going to make shit happen. <laughs> Whimpers. <laughs> How about you, G? Um, that's that's really my thing. It's just like if you woke up today, you're gonna make shit happen, and you're going to fucking just. <laughs> I'm really radical, so you're just like gonna blow shit up. You know what I mean? In a good way. Like you're gonna blow up the love that you have for yourself. You're gonna, you know, fight that trauma by making new memories for yourself punch a wall (laughs) punch a wall but we're not insured so we weren't responsible yeah um don't don't try to come at me because i'm poor (laughs) all right so that's it from us we love you so much leave us review leave us all the love review comment dm send me a cake who knows (laughs) you know um this is rose and this is Jean, and we're still Magically disappointing our parents. I want you to do a sing along. Okay, okay, we're gonna try it. <laughs> Magically disappointing our parents. Da, da. <laughs> Bye.